0: Like, immortality will probably be a thing in our lifetime. Like, I want to go to Mars. Like, I want to do all of these different things. And I don't know what that end goal is. I mean, if you want a real answer, like, I just want to be Batman. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. I just know that I want a real impact and I want a real legacy. And, like, I don't want to just be that LinkedIn guy. I don't want to be another guy that made a lot of money. I don't want to be another guy that just launched a company because that stuff is irrelevant to me. Marketing is irrelevant to me. I want to make a real impact that people
1: actually remember. This week on the Young and Dumb Podcast, we have Quentin Alums. Q is the CEO of Urban Misfit Ventures, an event, storytelling, media, and advertising group located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Q, aware of dope hats and a man known to embrace his inner misfit, has his sights set on making a difference and influencing a generation. With the success written all over his LinkedIn, Instagram, and business ventures, it's safe to say he's well on his way. So this week, we learn about Q with Quentin.
2: This week, since we had Quentin alums on the podcast, instead of a word, we gave him a letter which signifies his nickname, Q. Quintessential. Q has leveraged LinkedIn video more than anyone else we know. He's been able to grow his team of misfits into something we know will be a staple in the Milwaukee area for years to come. This week, we learn all about Q. Q with quentin alums
1: welcome back everyone to another edition of the young and dumb podcast it's your co-host from the east coast justin and gary checking in with you guys again we have a very special guest on board with us today quentin has joined us all the way from milwaukee he's a tedx speaker ceo of urban misfit ventures wisconsin 25 under 25 he does everything under the sun and he wears extremely dope hats. Quentin, say what's up to the people. What's going on? No hat today, though, man. Yeah, no hat to throw in that hat plug. I'm a big hat guy. I got my little fedora right here. Oh. I mean, it's it's more a summer thing, so we're gonna keep that in the back pocket for a couple months, but I'll let you know when I bring it back out. But yeah, super you. glad to have you on board, and we want to kick this off with our trademark question here. We wanna know with your journey so far from wherever it started to where you see yourself right now, we want to take that journey and turn it into a loading bar. Yeah. So where do you feel like you are right now on your loading bar?
0: Yeah. Loading bar. Um, I feel like I haven't even started, man. I feel like I'm like buffering a little bit, you know, like, um, like it, I do think it's valuable to like acknowledge where you are and how far you've come. But like, I feel like I have not even started and I was talking about this this morning um, with this guy that like works with like Tol- Tai Lopez like drives a Maserati like dope dope dude but like none of that matters to him and he's like I haven't even started yet and I 100% feel the same way dude
1: so I'm buffering word word so we're not even hitting that download button we're we're still buffering <laughs> word I love it
2: dude that's amazing I I love that mentality and it seems to be such a mentality especially with entrepreneurs that no matter how far that you might seem successful or along in your journey we all feel ourselves the same that we're just getting started so with that what has led to the buffering of your loading bar what has gotten you to where you are today i know your story is crazy so let in our listeners know
0: oh yeah dude um how far how deep you want me (laughs) to
2: go let let's start with when you you started to go like professionally into your career so the very beginning of like your professional career
0: yeah um i would say the beginning of my professional career professional i was a musician um and that like really taught me how to brand myself it taught me how to make money it taught me like okay you're good at this let's go hustle for it i didn't realize that that was the beginning of my professional career um like fast forward maybe like two three years i realized music wasn't for me but i'm gonna go try marketing um from there like i took this job which essentially this like social architecture firm so let's do dope stuff and impact dope people to get dope results, uh, which is a weird, weird way to explain that. But like, really, really cool company opened a million doors for me. From there, I went into wearable tech, and I went to agencies and virtual reality, and I discovered this crazy world. And I'm like, damn, like, I want to do this myself. I want to build something on my own. Um, So I declined, like, two full-time jobs. It's essentially like my dream companies, dream startups, like um, amazing, amazing stuff they were working on, but I didn't want to be that social media guy. I wanted to actually build and have that impact. Launched my first startup, completely tanked. Um, launched my second startup, decided to focus on, again, okay, I'm good at marketing. I can't build yet. I don't have the funds to build yet, so I'm just going to do this marketing firm. Struggle for a very, 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 very long time. Oh, like two years, um, ended up like hopping on LinkedIn because this guy's like, "Q, like you're struggling right now. This is what's going on LinkedIn." He introduced me to this guy named Josh Fetcher, who, if you're on LinkedIn, you probably know. Him. Like he, completely like flipped this platform upside down. Got the chance to meet this guy. Up to this point, I wrote like maybe a few viral posts. LinkedIn video was like just being released. First thing that Josh told me was, "On follow him," and like I love that because why the way he explained it was like it's our job as innovators and marketers and storytellers whatever we consider ourselves to just treat everything like it's black and white tv and it's our job to create color tv and like since then i unfollowed him like i we're good friends like i talked to him a lot but like unfollowed him and i just started creating what i wanted to create and i got this weird hat and started telling stories and doing things that people weren't doing on that platform um My my company became super successful, very, very successful compared to what I was doing. But I realized, like, I was 23 at the time, just bored out of my mind, and the reason I jumped into entrepreneurship, because I wanted to make an impact. I wanted to help people, and I wanted a better life for myself. So I launched what we're doing now, and, like, dude, it's been incredible. It's been absolutely incredible, but it's the people around me that have gotten me to that buffer bar, Um, and it's it's been freaking awesome, dude. But it was all those failures that led up to that, you know?
1: I definitely hear that. And there's something that I wanted to to get into that just having him unfollow you and comparing basically the, the content out in the world as black and white TV and adding color. I think that's an incredible way to look at the world and the content that we create. Uh, because when you really think about how content really started, I'm thinking, I'm talking about when it really was black and white TV and they had these. Um, Ab- seemingly absurd concepts of creating television or radio or any type of content before you know social media and um, internet. Where did they, they get this this inspiration from? Where do they derive these ideas? Um, and it's through their genuine curiosity and creativity that they came up with these types of um, creations that we marvel at today and we remake and remaster um, in in order to boost ourselves up and derive um, a lot of our inspiration from these works of art. So it's an extremely cool way to look at content creation something that i will definitely keep in my pocket for later but i definitely wanted to stop take a second and you know just marvel at that really briefly but let us know what you what exactly you're getting into now because we had we've had eric on on uh, on our podcast before and he's dropped a bunch of dope stuff for us but let us know what your role is at urban misfit ventures
0: yeah, so I am the, the CEO and one of the founders. Um, we've got a small team. I think when you talk to Eric, it was probably around five or six people. We've got a team of 10, 11, if you include my dog, um, which to me is a big, big component of our company. wouldn't be here without him. <laughs> love uh, it, love it. But CEO of Urban Misadventures, I do a lot of the sales alongside with Izzy, um, a lot of the relationship building, the hiring. But my main role is, okay, where are we? What's our brand like? Because we have a creative company. What's our brand in, like, where are we going and are we aligned with that? Just making sure that everything we're doing is aligned and envisioned with our end goal. Um, we do have two companies under under urban misadventures. We've got the agency side, the storytelling side, and then we've got the events side. We're about to acquire a fashion bread as well, and we're gonna launch our own. Um, and then that's gonna work in tandem with everything that we're doing. I can't like I can't get into the specific details, but We do a lot, and we will continue to do a lot, and I want to make a big, big impact, but I do think everything, every venture we decide to launch is going to be centered around storytelling because literally everything that we do is centered around storytelling. So um, there's a lot of different things that we do, but my specific role is, okay, brand, future, team, culture, and are we telling the stories and are we getting that message out there?
2: All right, so let's talk, I know you can't talk about the future, right? but let's talk about that very first deal with Urban Misfits Ventures. Let's talk about that, and then we can talk about your biggest deal up to date, so that we can get that little transformation right there.
0: Yeah, so with Urban Misfits Ventures, very first deal. Um, so we're not actually that old of a company. We're one of Milwaukee's fastest growing startups now. Um, Officially, like legally, we've only been a company three months. We've been working on it for about eight. I think our first deal, wow. Give me a second. Um, I think our very first deal, wow. Maybe, okay. I don't remember what our first deal was, which is probably sad because we were just talking about it. But early on, um, that's just crazy to me. Early on, I think it was with a marketing agency. I want to say, um, and we were just working with a founder on LinkedIn. So we essentially leveraged what I was doing in my old company to transition into what we're doing now. Um, and just like super, super low scale, let's shoot videos, let's tell a cool story, and let's use our brands to like get the message out there. That's basically what we were doing Um, with those initial deals. Fast forward like two, three, four, five months, we had people like um, Milwaukee Bucks 2K League uh, organization approaching us, Uh, Milwaukee Admirals, which is a professional hockey team, Companies like Moral Code, companies like Shaper, which essentially is like Tinder, um, but for business professionals, just like huge, huge organizations reaching out to us and paying us way more than what we were used to. Um, we're still growing. We're still like getting to that next level. We're actually in the process of like a, a service and offering change and just price pricing shifts. Um, but comparing that. What we're doing now to those initial deals i don't even remember what our first deal was so i think that is a good indica- indicator of what that transformation that's crazy that i don't remember that though
1: but, and, <laughs> <laughs> no that's incredible and i i remember shaper when it first came out and it was compared to like the, the tinder of business where you basically Put down what you're interested, the type of people you're interested in uh, matching up with, and then you know just let the connections happen from there. Um, I'm not exactly sure on where it is right now, but that's in. It's really cool to have them contact you and uh, want to connect with you, and they've recognized the the impact that you're making and the potential that it has to make. So moving forward, what direction would you like to see yourself uh, go? Because we've talked about this end goal. Um, You've mentioned it earlier that you want to make sure that your brand stays aligned and that you're, you're going towards that end goal. What exactly does that look like? For myself
0: or for my company? A little bit of both. Um, for myself, end goal is definitely not agency. Um, we've already had offers for people to buy us out. I'm definitely not taking those right now. I'm definitely going to sit on that because I love what I'm doing and my company and my team loves what we're doing. Um, But InGoal itself is not agency. Agency is just like that engine that we plug into the other stuff so that we can then launch it. Um, For me specifically, I don't want to talk about InGoal because I am crazy, Uh, but let's say like Two to five years in the future, like one of my main goals is, I want to own slash invest in an esports organization. Just because one, that space is lucrative, but I love, 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 love that space. And like just looking at the future, like I was a college athlete, um, college athlete in. I love sports, but you compare like basketball or track and field running like a 55 meter dash, 60 meter dash, compare that to, okay, I've got a virtual reality headset with a haptic feedback suit that allows me to feel being punched or feel being shot with an omnidirectional treadmill that allows me to run anywhere I wanna go. Compare that to basketball or that 55 meter dash and you're playing the Hunger Games in this thing. It's non-comparable, right? Like I would choose that over athletics, actual athletics, any day of the week. So for me, I want to invest in that esports organization um, for my company, maybe one to three years in the future. I want to be a platform that essentially can take anyone, any company, any brand around the world, put them on a platform and just amplify their voice and help them achieve and get in front of whoever they're wanting to get in front of. But I don't want to go into end goal, but immediately I would see that, that is, that's where we want to go and that's where I want to go.
2: definitely i think you're headed there obviously you're growing at very rapid pace right now how has that happened is was it planned to happen that quickly or did it just kind of happen because you guys were producing such good content people were contacting you guys uh talk us through all that yeah so i
0: I don't think um, any of us expected to be where we are right now. I don't any. I don't think any of us expected us to grow as fast as we did, um, which is an incredible position to be in. Uh, but just in terms of that growth, I would say the number one thing for us has been okay. We built brands for ourselves within that within the company. Eric was huge on YouTube and Twitch and Twitter and Instagram. Optic was huge on Instagram, right? And He already built this brand, and myself and Izzy same thing. So we were able to tap that and leverage that and use the resources that we already had to bring into this. Um, we're great storytellers. We produce great content. I don't think that's what sets us apart. Yes, it's cool. Yes, it's great, but it has nothing to do with the content. It's one, it's the relationships. It's the hype that we've been able to build and leverage, but more importantly, it's a community that we have and that's our, our misfits group, right? Like People that support us people that prove to the people that are reaching out to us, Hey, like these guys are the real deal. Like this team is a real deal because they, they support us. So I don't, I don't think it's the the content that it's great, but it's not the content that separates us. Cause there's a lot of great content creators out there. It's our brand and our community and our followers. And then again, of course, like the relationships that we built our mentors, like we don't know anything, dude, like we don't know much. We're great storytellers. We're good at making money and we're good at building communities and that's it. But our lawyers, our our mentors, everybody around us they are just freaking incredible. And that's it, dude. Like we did not expect to be where we are, but we also very much appreciate where we are. But it's been the relationships, our brand, and the community.
1: No, that's that's incredible, man. And as we're as Justin and Michelle and I are starting to build our community of our own, we've we've realized how important that is to have um such a strong unification within that community to understand um the common goal uh, one thing that we've used as you've used as well is storytelling to achieve that goal and we we value uh storytelling at a very high level on this end and uh, to a point to where we appreciate story level uh storytelling um for its basic um its basic function function so it's something that's as old as time it's older than language you know S- stories were told on cave walls back in the day, before words were even created. Um, You can look at the the flowers in the ground or a tree that's a couple miles away, and you can see the story that that tells. But storytelling, in essence, is a a very genuine way. Uh, I think it has such a strong power to not only unite individuals, uh, but to inspire them as well. And I can see that that's growing in your your company as well. And I I really wanted to take a second to to point that out there. But as we're saying all of this, Yeah, no problem, man. And as we see, I say all of this and we're watching each other grow. We want to shift back to your your story. And as we've seen you buffer, but let us know what that 100% looks like when that loading bar is complete, when Q has become a capital Q and his hat is 10 times as big. What does that look like?
0: Um, For me, that's a very dangerous question. Um, Like my team knows, you get me talking about the future. I'm not going to stop. I actually I don't know I don't know the answer to that question and I I don't want to limit myself to the answer to that question because I think my my answer would be limited by my reality now in my beliefs now in like the world's limitations now dude like immortality will probably be a thing in our lifetime like I want to go to Mars like I want to do all these different things and I don't know what that end goal is I mean if you want a real answer like I just want to be Batman but like. <laughs> I don't know. I just know that I want a real impact and I want a real legacy. And like, I don't want to just be that LinkedIn guy. I don't want to be another guy that made a lot of money. I don't want to be another guy that just launched a company because that stuff is irrelevant to me. Marketing is irrelevant to me. I want to make a real impact that people actually remember. Aside from having fun and
1: whatnot, but an impact, you know? I mean, Batman's cool too. Batman's amazing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so is Batman like your wildest dream right now?
0: Uh, it, yeah, I wouldn't say
2: that Wait, to so, me. So, what's your wildest dream? Like, just top of the head, what's your wildest thing? Something that I want to accomplish? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, maybe it is Batman. I, I'd also love to be a part of the team that um, markets this, the colonization of Mars. Um, so, sending humans to Mars to live. Like, I'd love to be a part of that team that helps tell the stories to make it, make it appeal.
2: All right. No, I like it. I think you guys get there, though. The way that you guys are moving right now, it's, it's a possibility by the time colonization of Mars actually becomes a thing. But with that, we get to move on to our favorite part, which is the deep thinking question. So Q, <laughs> are you ready? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you mentioned immortality. I think we're going to live about 100 years more from where we are today. Okay. So let's imagine you're on that last day on Earth. And you've accomplished everything in the world. You're actually called Batman now, and you're living on Mars. But it is your last day on Mars. And once you pass away, everything is going to disappear. And you get to pick three things that you want to be remembered for. What are those three things?
0: It's a really good question. Um, I'd say number one for me is that I was relentless. In just every sense of the word, like I wanted to achieve something, I did it. It didn't matter what was against me, it didn't matter who was in front of me. Like I just, I did it. I was relentless and I built and I did and I accomplished what I said I was going to. Um, I would say, number two, like just a kind person, a, a good human being. And I think that's just super, super underrated. Like there's a lot of shitty people that have money, but like there's also a lot of shitty people that are good people. I just, I mean, well, there's a lot of good people that have <laughs> I just I want to be remembered for being a, a good human being, and I think that's super, super underrated. Um, I would say three, someone that had fun and helped other people do it. Someone that helped other people have fun and live the best
1: lives that they could. I, I love that. And I don't know if you described yourself or if you described Andrew Luck, but either way, I, I think it's a, a solid check plus. I don't know <laughs> oh, wow. if either of you know Andrew Luck. Great guy on the field, off the field. Not a Colts fan, but just (laughs) wanted to put that plug in there. Andrew Luck, keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) So as we go on to our next question, we're going to stick around that 100-year time frame. I think we've kind of transitioned off of Mars, kind of hard to breathe, low atmosphere, not great for storytelling. But you have all of your family, all of your friends around, and um, you see one of your your younger cousins. I'm just going to use your cousins because, you know, who doesn't have cousins. They bring, they bring you a book, and this book is an autobiography of your entire life. So we're talking about adventures that haven't even happened yet. I'm sure there's one on Batman. We'll get to that in a little bit. But you take a look at that first chapter, and it's your entire life up until the very second that me and you are speaking right now. Okay? So what is the title of that first chapter?
0: Hmm. I'd say there's two options, but I hate being indecisive. Um, but I'm going to be indecisive anyway. I would say, one, it's either misfit or two, unfinished. Um, one of those. If you want a reasoning, I can give you that. But misfit or unfinished.
1: Okay, why Why each or well, one of each?
0: Um, unfinished because, again, like just so much that I need to accomplish, so much that I'm going to accomplish, so much that I'm going to do misfit literally because I've just been a misfit my entire life from grade school being that kid that was writing poetry in the back corner or writing stories in the back corner, didn't know how to communicate, didn't understand that he had social anxiety, um, literally did not speak for like the first 18 years of my life basically. I'm just a misfit to now even like the way I dress, the hat I wear, I go in to take these meetings and it's like shit, who the fuck are you? Where's the CEO? Where's the boss? Like misfit. I don't, I never, ever have gone with the rules. I just have always been against grain, and that's the reason that I've gotten to... That's the reason why I am speaking to you right now. So, misfit or just unfinished? Probably misfit. Perks of being a misfit.
2: Most definitely. And and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to get you onto the podcast because just being young and dumb, people might look at you and say that you're young and dumb, going into meetings dressed the way that you are. But at the end of the day, you're able to provide that data and all those points that prove that you deserve that job or that contract, whatever it may be. So props to you, man. I love it. Appreciate it, dude. With that, before we ask our last question, where can people find you? I know you're huge on LinkedIn. Give yourself a shout out everywhere you can.
0: (laughs) Um, our our new site is being redeveloped, um, LinkedIn for sure. Otherwise anywhere else at tag, just Q, I really love Pinterest. I haven't been using it, but go follow me there. I think it's at Quinton Alums cause you can like see exactly who I am there, all the Batman stuff. But if you search me anywhere at tag, just Q, you can find me there. Otherwise, of course, LinkedIn.
2: I think you're the first person to promote Pinterest on on the podcast. (laughs) Dude, I love it. The- nah, it's a seriously. sleeper. It's yeah. a sleeper. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I love it, man. All right. So, last question. What's a question that you wish that we asked you?
0: Hmm. Question that I wish. Dude, that's a really good question. <laughs> Damn. Um. Wow. Question that I wish you asked me. I'm super like in the moment. So like I just. I'm really bad. I. Not really bad. I don't like expectations. I never place expectations. I'm sure I do here and there, but like I try not to place those expectations. Um, I think I, I don't think I have an answer. I I think you guys do a good job, man. I I should probably have an answer. I should probably say something, but I don't,
1: man. Like, no expectations. Let me rephrase it this way. Is there anything that you want to leave to the people? Any last words of uh, encouragement or advice or just anything that you want to leave behind? Go for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a really good quote in a book that I don't know why I'm remembering right now because I read it in like sixth grade. It's called Traitor. I don't think there's anyone on the planet that probably read this book, but it said um, things are the way they are only because enough people have agreed that they are the way that they are. And I think that ties back into being a misfit. Like, It doesn't matter if you're young, it doesn't matter if you're dumb, it doesn't matter what stage of life you're in, Like, if you want to do something, if you want to be great, fucking go be great, because you're only young and you're only dumb because enough people have agreed that you are that. You can be a 25-year-old CEO, you can be a 21-year-old CEO, you can do it when you're fucking five years old, just if you want something, go get it. If you want to do something, go do it. Things are the way they are only because enough people have agreed that they are that way.
1: I hear you there and and Quentin I just want to take this opportunity to extend a huge get your grind up young and dumb thank you for coming on the podcast dropping some knowledge and you know letting everyone know what it's like to be a misfit
0: I appreciate you dudes crush you. thank you
1: thank you and for everyone out there know that greatness doesn't fit in a box you're never too young to fly and fedoras are back in style if you want to learn just a little bit more about q hop on our website getyourgrindup.com Or follow us on our socials twitter facebook instagram at get your grind up we'll be back very soon with another episode of the young and dumb podcast always remember we are all young and dumb
2: and never forget get your grind up
1: see you guys soon peace peace